What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the Who's Where podcast. We're back. Been gone for a little minute, but we're back. We started it off. I guess we would call it season two. We went like 150-something episodes. You know what I'm saying? Season one. Now we're about to go season two, another 150. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're excited, man. We're starting off this, this podcast with a bang. What's good, Max? Where you been? Man, I've been good, man. Been busy this summer, so it's actually been a great summer. Still down in Charlottesville, you know, getting ready to make the big move in about a year to Richmond, so. I've just been just been grinding, planning. Silent. We got a, a a UVA great on here. Boy, been dunking on people, dunking on people, uh, making hella catches, making big plays. Man, the UVA faithful knows him. Welcome, man, to the podcast, Canaan Severin. What's good, man? What's good, fellas? I'm good. I'm good, man. How you guys doing? Doing well, bro. Appreciate doing you jumping good. on here. It's, right, you know, joining our little like virtual couch, our virtual little session right here. So, you know, <laughs> we uh I'll take I'll take what I can get, man. Yeah, you know, we uh you know, we started this because we just love to like stay connected with all of the all the guys. Anybody mm-hmm. doing pretty th- anything dope, cool. Um, and you know, I seen what you were working on, man. And I was like, man, we gotta get Cannon on here for real. Uh, yeah. and just listen to your story, um, you know, your experience at UVA how you got to UVA. Cause I don't even think we had anybody from up in the Massachusetts area when I was there. Yeah. I think, I think when I first, I was getting recruited by Jim Reed, he introduced me to uh, Conrad cause he was from New Jersey. Maybe that was like the furthest Northeast. Matt Conrad? He's from Chicago. I think. He's from Chicago. Shout out. Oh, Billy Shouts. Shouts. Oh, Shouts. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Shouts was from Jersey. Uh, but yeah, I don't think we had nobody from like that up that way. But yeah, I'm interested to hear. Sorry, too, is from uh, New Jersey. York. New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. yeah, Hackensack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm excited to hear how you got to UVA, you know, how your experience was at UVA, how your transition was after UVA, uh, yeah. and obviously what you're kind of doing now, but I'm going to kind of go reverse. So talk yeah. to us, man. Tell us, update us on where you're at. Let's update everybody what you're doing currently, where you're working at, all those different things like that. Yeah. Uh, right now, I am right outside the city, in uh, right side, of, right side of Boston, uh, working at uh, Coinbase right now. Um, we're fully remote, so you can be anywhere, anywhere you want, which is which is good. Definitely pros and cons of that. I'm actually a better person. Love relationships, love people, love being around the team and everything. So definitely pros and cons. But uh, I'm, I'm an account manager there, working with all, really all types of different uh, companies, institutions, banks, exchanges. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, really, really diving into this crypto world, which has been really cool and fun, and learned a lot. So, learning a lot. For everybody that don't know, tell them what defi- tell us what Coinbase is, what the company is, what they do, all those yeah. things. And uh, after that, I want to hear how you got connected there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think when people even hear crypto, kind of can kind of scare them a little bit. Like, yo, like, what is it? What does that mean? I'll just say, even like with Coinbase, like it's an app where you can buy and trade crypto. Um, it's a, we have a ton of different cryptocurrencies on the app that you can buy or trade. And it, a lot of these are just, you know, decentralized digital currencies that are uh, really kind of, it, it reminds me of like when the internet was coming to be, to be honest, like go, like going down to like the Miami Bitcoin conference in Miami or like all these different conferences where like there's so much buzz about crypto now. I mean, even from like a Venmo, you can, I, can, I can send you, you know, Bitcoin right now um you know that would be in your wallet in like 30 seconds you know that wasn't happening you know five years five years ago so um yeah just really being on the forefront of that is definitely been exciting and that's what's up man so how did you 
first of all, were, are you big into the crypto space? Like, what made you even think about Coinbase as an option? Were they just like yeah. hiring you as on uh, Indeed or something? You know what I'm saying? Got <laughs> <laughs> you, you a position on there? Like, what made you think of Coinbase? Are you you interested in the crypto field? Like, what's up with that? Yo, so my story to Coinbase is like, is really wild, to be honest. Um, I think UVA has a big part to do with that. That's one. But I think the main thing was this, though. Like, my previous job, I was in sales. You know, sales was, I learned a lot in sales, but maybe not, not the right fit for me right now. And all I knew was I wanted to be an account manager. I wanted to manage accounts. Like I said, big relationship person. I wanted like, to, be, to build long-term relationships. Um, I wanted to be in tech and I wanted to be in a startup. Mm. And, you know, I started just like to reach, I was sending like 20 messages a day to just like random, just like tech startup account managers, customer success managers, like all across LinkedIn, like just people I didn't even know from a hole in the wall. Yeah. And uh, they, um, some got back to me, some didn't, but I remember one person, they got back to me like, oh, like you looking at the wrong plate, you, you sending this message in the wrong platform like you gotta send it on like like uh you know a16z like you know built in boston tech crunch like all these like tech startup platforms where people are looking for people like you to come in and be like a you know quote-unquote client success champion so yeah um, like i just started i just started like to just flood messages on that on, on those platforms and that's when a startup reached out to me so even before we, i was like coinbase a startup reached out to me and they said you know they were interested in um, you know, and, and interviewing me. And I was like, man, let me just utilize all my, everything on my journey from like UVA to the league to like, you know, that says a lot, of, that says a lot about somebody. So I just want to like, sure. to really let that be known. So um, yeah, they interviewed me and I started working at the startup and then we got acquired by Coinbase and that's oh. how I got. Dope. So you know, so, what startup was you at? Uh, it's called, it was called Bison Trails. Bison Trails was right, it was uh, right in, um, uh, in Tribeca, um, they were like two years old. They had, I was like the 45th employee. Uh, so really just even seeing that whole thing turn, like pan out was crazy too. Just see it, like being a part of an acquisition, being, being a part of a company. Because once you got acquired, then you went public. So yeah. like, not, like that whole thing play out was like, man, this is a, you know, to be honest, man, it was really like, man, this, this is how they do it. This is how people do it, huh? Yeah. Like, man, like, you know, from like a football perspective, you know, we're putting so much time into, you know, or, or basketball perspective, like to make the league, to make the NBA, to, you know, to, you know, to play overseas. Like these are like one, two percent chances of happening. Yeah. You know, for sure. to, to, to see this and to see like that acquisition and then see the kind of go public. I was like, dang, all right. And now I see like how people are really uh, doing this thing and really operating. And I mean, from like, you know, if, you, if people were there for, I was only there for a, a little bit prior, but people that were there at, you know, at the beginning of this thing initially, like. Passed out. That's, that's yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, like, to even be a part of that and see it, you know, and then, you know, I'm, I'm a young dude, like, who knows what's going to happen next? Maybe the next thing is, you know, being a part of, you know, getting uh, even earlier at another one, but, um, but definitely gotta, gotta do what, do what I do right now and, and do it to the best of my ability. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know that. I thought you just was at Coinbase. I was like, how did you get to Coinbase? But, that makes sense. It's dope that a startup got acquired in like two years. You know what I mean? Yeah. They must have so, And Coinbase was an investor in the startup. Oh. Okay. And so like when we came, when we got acquired, they was like, yo, look, you guys are doing well. We're just going to make you guys like a third pillar of what we do. Yeah. You know, so 
another another big uh, investor was um, uh, UVA UVA guy as well, uh, Alexis O'Hanahan from you know um, Serena's husband. Yep. So, it was like a, there was like a few people that were like big investors, but even when I was going to interview them, I'm like, dang, all right, like, you know, talking about startups of just like hearing this, start hearing certain trends of like, you know, like what's the, what's their seed, what's their uh, the seed rounds, like what round name for for funding and everything. So like when you start hearing those names, like, all right, like, all right, this is a serious operation. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, yeah. I'm over here looking them up right now. Bison Trails on TechCrunch. Y'all like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, there you go. Man, hey, man, absolutely, man. I mean, should even oh, so, so you you have a tech crunch, or you like? I'm I'm, I'm looking at Crunchbase. You know, I look at Crunchbase because uh, I like to see who, like, how much, how much they raised, all those different types of things. Like, yeah, 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 sure, raised sure. Over, they raised over thirty mil, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, huge, huge company type situation. That's dope that they reached out to you though, and you got into the door. So you yeah. said that your, you said your resume helped you out. Listen, of course, I've been trying, man. I've been trying to get me a job, man. I've been trying to just find like a part-time boy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to do anything, bro. Like, I was over here, like, man, look, I've been I've been having sort of so just to catch everybody, like I've been having yeah. some type of feeling of like trying to get back into football in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh whether it's like broadcast, radio, okay, okay, anything like that where I can just talk pop off at the mouth or something like that, right? Or like analytics, <laughs> data, anything like that, some type of football stuff. So I'm like. First of all, uh, Pro Football Focus is in Cincinnati, which is right mm-hmm. up the street, which is right up the street for me. They had yeah. a few positions open, bro. They had a few positions open. I sent both my resumes in. I get so many denial emails, emails from my resume, bro. I don't know what the issue is, but essentially. Wait, wait, like, how are you sending it, though? Like, how, are you sending it, like, through, like, the main, like, you know, submit your resume here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, come on now. Hey, yeah, email. Bro, hey. Hey, bro, you different, man. You different. You chase Minifield. You, hey, you, hey, listen. I, I you, 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 you type guy. You got to find out, like, yo, who you got to, yo, LinkedIn, like, yo, pro football focus. Who's the, who's the hiring manager here? Yo, both send a message on LinkedIn. Like, like, yeah. you know, like, that's, that's my, that's my that's, thing. That's man. your world right there, huh? That's how you move. Hey, man. Hey, I'm not yeah, hey, you know job. I emailed the, uh, I emailed the CEO of the company. He passed it down. You just gotta let, let it fly. You know, it was the EVA joint. So I was like, email the, the CEO of the company. He mm-hmm. he responded and put me in touch with the hiring manager. And you know, oh. two months later, I was hired. You just gotta shoot your shot. I mean, come yeah. on now. You, you put it through the, the regular joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You act like you're a walk on right now, bro. Hey, man. I actually I like getting denied, bro. Hey, I like getting denied, bro. I like I like for them to keep on hearing my emails talking about. You don't you don't qualify for this position. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, that that that, that just keeps me motivated right there. You know what I'm saying? One day I I just have a I have a long list of everybody that I need to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> a lot of those people that hey, hey, look at me now. I, I just wait for that look at me now, you know what I'm saying? Type situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I nah. I don't think you want to go back into having to report to somebody, bro. I'm telling you, it's, I, I think it's gonna be a hard transition, man. Oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be a hard be transition. Tough. It's gonna be tough. I just started, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I already know it's going to be tough for me, but I'm looking for a passion thing. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily mm-hmm. something. I'll, I'll quit. Believe me, I'll quit quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't don't touch me. Don't touch me. Because I will touch you. So, oh, man. Uh, I, do, I do want to find something doing football or sports or like just putting out there in the air, something, something like that. I don't know. You know, so every time I have to want to do something, I got to start it myself. 
That's what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? Because as soon as yeah. you just get so many no's, you just be like, all right, I'm done asking people. I'm just, you know, I'll just start something and, and go from there. But it is what it is, man. So now that's dope, Cannon, that you were able to, you know, really use your, uh, I guess, like problem solving skills, UVA skills, everything you learned at UVA to, to really just hit the ground running. Um, and let's sure. just kind of work backwards, man. So what did you do after UVA? Did you, did you, mm-hmm. you get a chance in the league a little bit? You played a little bit, a little bit in the league, right? Got a little, a little shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was on the was right, to, right after UVA was with the Steelers for like a, a little over a year. Yeah, um, and was with uh, New York for a little over a year. Okay. Um, so yeah, so got the opportunity like to be with Pittsburgh. You know, life life changing. To be honest, I mean, AB at the peak of his career, Le'Veon, yeah, at his peak of his career, like. Yeah. Just like being around Coach Tomlin, like being in the room with Coach Tomlin, seeing how he operates and how he functions, how he like leads the team is like, man, like this dude, that dude is special. Um, yeah. And like being around some dudes that some old some old heads that took me under their wing from like at Darius Hayward Bay, who's like my my guy to this day. Um, you know, a couple of guys like Ryan Harris was like another ten year guy, uh, O lineman, left tackle. You know, he was there when. Um, when the Broncos left tackle, when the Broncos won, so it's like just like dudes like that is coming across yeah. like with people. So, um, and then New York was was dope as well. Just like being in that environment, same same thing. Like just being in a highly competitive room, being with Odell, being with Brandon yeah. Marshall, and I think even like everyone when I say I'm with New York, everyone was like, "Oh, like, we with Odell." I'm like, bro, like when I was in the like when I was in like sixth grade, I used to come home and watch Brandon Marshall's highlights like every single day, bro. Yeah, like I. Th- was just a dog, like just play. He, he was like a running back, a receiver, like when he got the ball in his hands. Big Marshall, big, big Marshall, big dude. Hey, yo, <laughs> hey man, you know. So when you in there, like you competing, you know that fan stuff is out the out the window. But when I was, uh, I remember when he got cut. I was like, bro, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you this, bro. Like I used to, I used to watch you when I was younger. To even be in the same room as, as you and like as a yeah. teammate and then compete. I'm like, man, it's it's, it's love. Um, I'm happy they got you before they got me, but nah. Sometimes that person that person that's cutting over there looking for people, you like Yeah, hey, trying to dodge them, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> well, you go on him, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, my joint was on do not disturb on cut day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go, you go reach me on the phone. <laughs> you have to, you have to go yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, you gotta go find <laughs> me, bro. I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna show up the next day. <laughs> right i like that do not disturb i like that hey yeah, what, what's, up, what's someone goes what's someone gonna say to you man how you doing shoot what do you think hey, man hey, got no hey, job man hey, i don't even got my phone on me bro i don't even got my phone on me so you, you, you wasting your time calling me saying you we're gonna do we're gonna bring you to the peace squad you know what i'm saying like you wasting your time so uh but no that's dope man uh your experience in the nfl your time there what, what kind of things did you take away did you know that's that's like the first introduction to like business, you know what I'm saying? And, and you like, you're an employee, you know, obviously we look at it like we are, uh, you know, players and stuff like that, but this is, you, you really employee number, whatever, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And uh, tell me what you took away from that. And after it was over, what made, what, well, what made you decide that, all right, I'm about to move on. What what mm-hmm. kind of sparked that? Um, give us a little bit of that story for you, for us. I think it maybe even starts like in at UVA, but like, I don't know, maybe NFL is like is amplified like that much more. Like, bro, you yeah. gotta like bro, you gotta compete like hell, bro. Like you gotta compete like hell. There's someone trying to take your joint. 
trying to take your spot, trying to take your money, trying to take everything. They don't, they don't care. Ain't no friends in this thing. And it's like that type of environment. It's, it's, that's, that's the environment. So I think like, and with that being said, it, 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 uh, for me, just personally, like, bro, I wasn't someone that was like going out. I wasn't someone that was like out here, like, yeah, we out here. I was like, bro, I'm on IR, bro. And like, we got one of the best receiver rooms in the league. Yeah. Like, this is this is not a joke, and I'm not gonna act like I'm like yo, AB. It's me and you. Yeah, let's go. To, let's go down to Capitol Grill, bro. It's like, bro, <laughs> he in a whole he playing a whole different game. He yeah, a whole yeah, different yeah. game. You don't want to go to that dinner anyway. You can't. You yeah, exactly. 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 You want to be spending your money there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's a twenty thousand dollar meal right there, man. Yeah. We've done. So, um, but I, but with that being said, it's like just being locked in and being focused. And it's like no one like your path. Like my path isn't someone else's path. My path is my path. And to really just like have that discipline and to have like a schedule and a routine of like, well, this is what I got to do to maximize my time here. Like to stay in the room. Like, but like, you know, Coach Tom and I always just a priest say, yo, the more you can do, the more you can do. Like, yo, just like be versatile. Like be like, bro, you can't be hurt. Like you got to be here every day and you, know, you got to bring it. So I, I think that's like one of the biggest things that, that I got from it. And I try to bring that even to what I'm, what I'm doing now, to be honest, it's like that same mentality. Like, yo, no one cares if you, if you are, if you hurt, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> are you, are you gonna, are you, are you presenting, are you presenting at the meeting or not? Or like, are you, are you playing the practice or no? Like, yeah. let's, let's, let's find out. So I think there's that. And then was the next question, what I do after or. Oh uh, yeah. Like your uh, transition uh, to, uh, but before you jump into that, you know, yeah. A lot of things I learned in the NFL. I don't know if Max has anything that he wants to say that you know he learned from. And first of all, Max, stop looking down at your phone, bro. It look like you be sleep over there in that corner. <laughs> hey, 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 man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You know me. I'm always. I'm always working, man. I'm always hey, bro. Working. I'm just letting you know. On camera, look like you over there over there dozing. Handle first things first, bro. Handle your business first. Well, one thing I learned is that, you know, a lot of people, first of all, with my companies, they say, like, man, you don't have no sympathy. You don't have no sympathy for nobody. And I'm like, it's not that I don't have no sympathy. It's just that what do you want me to sympathize about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Like one of my workers the other day said that I asked him if he was going to be at work. And he said uh, and this was like yesterday. He said, I just got evicted from my place. I don't think I can work today. And I was like, OK. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I was like asking one of my guys, I was like, did he expect me to say more than that? You know what I'm saying? That situation, like, I, I don't know. But, you know, I think that that comes from me and my experience with the league and dealing with teams and stuff of that nature, coaches. Like, it's always about like, all right, you know, leave that stuff for, you know what I'm saying? Like your personal situation don't have nothing to do with your work situation. Is I have right. always kind of been like uh, raised, taught, seen things. It's just like, all right, you know, leave that stuff outside the lines. And everything in my work is inside the lines. And everything that when you come in here and we're dealing with each other, you know what I'm saying? We're strictly inside the lines. So I don't know if it's, I'm just in, unsympathetic or is that just how it is? Because the league is unsympathetic too. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, honestly, Chase, I think it's just a mean, a generational thing. I, I don't know, man. Maybe because I've seen it too, especially guys are like right out of high school. Um, and then obviously you can tell ones that just ain't never played a like competitive sport, you know, a day in their life. It's just like anything you say to them, 
accountability, all that stuff that I feel like is just ingrained. Like I don't have to think twice about it. It's just like, they have no idea what that is. You know, like they, they want to call in late, but then ask you for a favor. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that don't make no sense. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? Or they, they need this or they need that. Like, it feels like everyone needs something every week. And I'm like, good God. Like, I don't know, just the way it is. I always just like, man, you figure your stuff out. And then, you know, when you come to work, like I would have never thought of asking my boss for a favor or something crazy like that. Yeah. So I, it's just, it just seems like it's different these days. It's interesting. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to throw that in there, but so what, what made you decide, like, or what, what was the thing that pushed you to like, all right, I'm about to go find something else to do. Like football's over for me. I don't want to go. I don't know if you looked at anything like CFL or any of that stuff like that, but, um, what pushed you into the workforce? I'm drafted 2016. I was there 2016, 17, 18 in the NFL. And I came back for OTAs. I got cut for OTAs. And then, like, it was, like, two months have gone by. Mm-hmm. And I, I was not signed by NFL team. My agent was like, yo, I got an opportunity in Canada to play for um, Winnipeg Blue Bombers over in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, my family's from St. Louis, bro. I hate the cold, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm like, Dang. and he's like, yo, take a day, think about it, you know, and, and call me tomorrow and, you know, see if you want to go. I'm like, yeah. I, my people... Call, I need a call. I'm like, all right, I think I'm going to go. The next day, I, I call my agent. He's like, bro, offer's off the table. Like, so they took someone else. I'm yeah. like, that was my first like, uh, inclination of like, bro, sometimes you got to strike while you're hot. This is like, uh, if you have it in your hand, like, you just got to just, like, yo, just go. Why ask questions later? Like, just take yeah. it. Um, yeah. so that was the only opportunity I ever had from Canada. And that was, that was gone. And then that summer, uh, Bill Lazor, um, you know, I know he was there when you guys were there. Uh, he, yeah. he he reached out to, well, not him specifically, but you know, definitely I think it had something to do with it. Of the Bengals reached out. He was the OC there, and uh, I went out over there for a workout. Uh, it was like in the middle of preseason. I remember I was doing a workout, and you know, for people that don't know, like an NFL workout, you know, you're you're working out with a person in here for one spot, two people working out for one spot, so. I remember I uh, I ran a fade route. I caught it one handed. I remember just thinking like, bro, that's that's it. Sign that's me now. That's the finisher. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yo, finish him. That's it. <laughs> like, sign me. Stop joking around. We're gonna end it right now. And uh, after that workout, they were like, yo, because you know, before the workout, you do X-ray of all your bones and past injuries. And uh, I had knee surgery in 2013 as a second year, um, like meniscus, not even ACL, anything like that. Yeah. And they were like, yo. We don't think you're healthy. We don't think your knee is healthy. I'm like, yo, what you mean? That was like six years ago, fam. Like, yeah. they're like, yeah. yeah, we just don't think you're healthy. Bro, that was the last time I ever heard from a team. Um, and I remember at the end of the preseason, I'm like, well, if I don't get another call from someone else, I'm gonna just call it. I'll, I remember, I remember the day I worked out in the gym, like preparing, like up until the end of the preseason. I remember that day, like working out, like, bro, if I don't get a call by the end of today. I'm gonna just call it, and bro, I did everything I could do, and I ma- I maximized my my time, my talents, like you know, yeah. and, that was, and that was it, and that and that was just it, bro, and just done right there. That was like uh, in September 2018. Okay, and yeah. right after that, is that when you started doing the LinkedIn reach out, or what you nah. what you kind of decide after that? Nah, so after <laughs> that, after that, I called my guy from the Giants, <laughs> uh, director of player development, who's uh, David Tyree. And I was like, bro, I don't know what to do. I was kind of, I'm sick. Like, you know, because it's, it's uh, you know, you know, stop playing football. It's been your identity for so long. It's like, bro, 
who even am I right now? You know? Like <laughs> you're trying, trying to figure everything out. And uh, he's like, bro, go to the Bridge of Success, um, which is for NFL guys transitioning out of the league. It was like a job fair and everything. I went down there and that was like my first, like even John had never been a job fair before. Like, so that was like my first like step out, like into corporate, I guess, into trying to even talk to someone in corporate uh, that didn't like no jobs, nothing like that. Didn't know how to talk to these people. And then uh, it wasn't until like I went to a job fair in Boston, I got my first ever sales job from there. That was like this uh, in 2019, early 2019. Okay. Solid, man. Um, so sales, account managing, that's kind of been your niche, huh? Uh, with uh, like using your personality, gaining relationships. You have to learn everything from the ground up in the business space. Um, or did somebody kind of like guide you in the space of like, Sales, because sales is not an easy job, man. You know, sales is a job. One, it's a good foundational piece. If you ever want to do your own thing, you sell an important piece. Um, But essentially, like, learning how to sell is a Mm -hmm. a difficult little process. So how that that stuff, how was your transition into the business world? And, you know, what are some of the things that you kind of struggled with? And what are some of the things that you've you know, found out that you're, that you're better than what you thought you would be or something that football has helped you with um, to be good in that space? Yeah. Um, the sales, that was tough. You know, that was tough when I first started. Like, I had a little territory in Boston. Um, that was tough. Like, it's something that uh, – and sales also, like, it's, it's different than sports. And it's kind of interesting sometimes when people are like, you know, like, sales, we love athletes. I, I could see that for, like – if someone like played like tennis or something like a one on one, like or like you know, but like a team sport, yeah, I always thought it was a little con- a little bit confusing because you know it's like I'm trying to outdo you, you trying to outdo me, like everything like that. There is no like, hey man, let, let me take some time, take you under my wing, and show you how to show you the rope. It's like nah, bro, I'm trying to I'm trying to hunt, I'm trying to eat, I'm trying to sell. Yeah, uh, and I definitely agree with you of like if you if you ever want to be off and do your own thing, like to have those to have those, uh, those traits, like to know how to sell like your own product, your own service. Like that's, that's huge. Yeah, um, sure. but, but that was, that was tough for me though, to, to try and like, to navigate that. I think one of the biggest things I, I realized was like, bro, like people work with who they like, you know? like people work with who they trust, who they can depend on, who they can count on. And that's like, it's going back to even UVA football, going back to NFL, going back to just like sports in general. That's what I learned from, uh, from being in sales at that at that first job, you know, because even at this at Coinbase, like I'm not even selling, I'm not selling at at Coinbase. Like I'm gonna come in just managing the relationships, just managing relationships, yeah, managing the accounts, and like if there's an opportunity to upsell, now I can do that. You yeah, know, so like see, that, you a, see, you had a big company, you know, what I'm saying my little tech company, that account manager, he sells too. <laughs> yeah, hey, he sells. That, that, that's good though. I like that though. I like hey when you when you start up like that, you you wearing a lot of different hats. You know, oh, yeah, so that's yeah. good. That's good. I like that sure. a lot. Um, Matt, you got anything so far? Nah, man. I'm I'm trying, I'm see, look, he, he wasn't expecting that toss right there. You know, so he yeah, wasn't nah. expecting that toss beat. Hey, you you know, like, hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for him to get into Bitcoin. I don't know if it's too soon. I, I just got a lot of questions on Bitcoin, man, because I don't understand it. We had, a, we had a guy by the name of Landon Bradley who was big on it back in the day. Um, you know, big computer guy, build his own computers type stuff. And he was always telling us about it. And then, you know, just throughout the years, every time I just see it going up, 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 you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Had a chance to buy it for like 15000 I seen it was at 20000 Now it's at 60000 I still think I'm too late. But, Man, you know, 15, it's, it's stuff like that. 
So, I mean, should we just pop off? I mean, I, I want to know, like, can, so can you buy, like, parts of the Bitcoin? Is that something that people do? Or, so, But how does that, so how does that work? Like, you just have, like, a, a quarter of a Bitcoin, a tenth of a Bitcoin? Like, you don't have to buy one full joint? Yeah, so, like, that's even, like, a misconception, I think, like, with Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency. Like, yo, you can put a hundred, you can buy a hundred dollars with a Bitcoin. Now, it, mm-hmm. it's going to be point zero 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 five, but, like, shoot. Right. Hey, point zero zero five. Hey, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fortune teller, but say it goes to three hundred thousand. All right, then that's yeah. I'll take that. Or like you keep on putting in, keep on putting like incrementally. Like now, like that's better to have like a tenth of, a tenth of uh, two hundred thousand than saying like, damn, I was too late for for all this time. <laughs> You're right. So that's that's I, I, I should get that because another talk about like you have like a digital wallet and you know. You got your own password, and if you forget it, like people lost millions of dollars. You know, that was a big thing. Like this year, people forgot their Bitcoin password and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I'm, just, I'm about to just put my money in the bank. <laughs> oh, that's a little, that's a little too confusing for me. I already don't get stocks, so this is just adding another layer to it. Yeah, I would say the, I would say the first thing would be the, to maybe understand like how stock, like stocks work, and then like, all right, they go up and down because because it's uh. Crypto is pretty volatile. Some of like Bitcoin is volatile, right? Like yeah. one day is one day is thirty one thousand. Next day is 40, 45,000. Like yeah. stocks don't work like that. You know, Apple yeah. goes from one forty to one forty five, and like right. five, five, you know, what I'm saying like so. <laughs> so just even understand it, I, I would definitely uh, start with the, the stocks. But to, to answer your question, though, you can buy you can buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, like you know, from your paycheck and have that. You can buy like through some uh, an app like Coinbase. Like you could buy hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin and go from there. But uh, definitely uh, when you're when you're ready. Definitely when you're ready. <laughs> so before before we move forward, does any perks come with Coinbase employees? Like what you get? You get some, uh, you know, what I'm saying you get some, you get some, you get some. Co- so they they feed you some coins and stuff like that. What, what comes with that deal, man? You you over here enriching yourself, y'all enriching yourselves over there. <laughs> Hey man, I ain't gonna get too too deep into the numbers, but okay, definitely. Uh, I'll say that I think it's pretty cool. I right, because even this, right? Like, I feel people I work with, people I work with closely, it's not even so much about like the price of Bitcoin. Like, like these, I'm working very close with like developers and engineers and coders. So like, yeah. they're like our pillar that I'm working with. We're like the blockchain infrastructure. So like we're like the security for all these like yeah, yeah. Bitcoin, all these things. So. Um, but they like, so long story short, they really believe in it. You know, now being around them, I've started to believe in this slowly but surely. And uh, it's like, uh, you know, some people get at my company get fully paid in Bitcoin, 100%. Dang. 100% in Bitcoin. And like, that's something you can do. That's one of the, the perks. I know there's like, a, there's a lot of fees for all these things. So um, you, get paid, you get paid in Bitcoin? Like I said, I don't want to get into the numbers. Okay. Like that. Don't get into the numbers. <laughs> I want to get into the numbers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, but a, a piece, a piece of my of my check is in is in Bitcoin, yeah. Okay, for sure. Hey, that's not a bad deal, right there. Yeah, 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 not at all. You know what I'm saying? That's not a bad deal. So um, that's one thing. I'm, that's one thing I, you know, what I'm saying that I'm a little worried about right there is, you know, what I'm saying because I got a tech company. I know them developers. Yeah. I know them developers hold the keys. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, might be, it might be sliding some uh, extra coins through their wallets. <laughs> hey, there's hot, man. There, I said there's high security at Coinbase. I'm talking like crazy. But that's very true. You said the developers, they, they, they hold the keys, man. Yeah, I didn't realize that until I started working at a tech company. Of all the engineers, developers took a, 
took a day off or like, you know, all the Apple phones started dying on one day. The world what, will be in what, what about uh, Coinbase uh, stocks? You got, you hold some of that too? Yeah, I was, uh, was fortunate enough to be, well, first we have, there's a, like a good, like equity stock purchase plan. They have that. Um, but also just in, in regards to like the acquisition. So that was also. <laughs> Let me check their ticker out real quick. They recently went. Like, didn't they recently they hired over there, man? They didn't even <laughs> come in. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> sure. hey, hey, we got you. You said you can work remotely, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get, I'm about to get into this. <laughs> I was looking for the ticker right now, you know what I'm saying? Trying to see where they, what they talking about on that. Because uh, I don't hold no, I don't hold no Coinbase because, you know, uh, I just ain't I just ain't took a look at it, but you know, you hold it, you like it, might take a look at it, see what it's talking about. I like I like Coinbase. I don't know if there's I mean, I don't think it's going nowhere, of course. I think it's pretty I think it's pretty uh sustainable. Um and I don't think Bitcoin, either Ethereum and stuff is going anywhere, crypto's not going nowhere. Now, how fast it rises is a different story. And if it can truly replace the government's money and stuff like that, the government have to buy in for all that type of stuff. But uh if that can truly happen, that's a that's a that's a different story. Yeah, maybe, I mean, um, you know, U.S. is U.S. is is tough for sure. I think like with the crypto stuff and the government, but even like looking at other countries, like whether it's like El, El Salvador or all these, like they're going like fully like Bitcoin is their currency or like you know stuff like that. And um, like for a lot of people, this could, if you live in if you live in Tanzania, like then you don't have a bank account. Like this could be your bank account. I used to need his Wi-Fi. Yeah, you know, or you need his you know whatever. So. Um, service plan or something. So it's just like, and, and there's like some crazy stat. Like, like, there's only like like thirty percent of people actually have a bank account in the world. You know, so it's even like probably even less than that to be honest. But it could replace that um, in the future. Who knows? Makes sense. Makes. Sense. I heard a lot of companies are a lot of countries are starting to ban it. Or is that is that the case? Or you see that being an issue? Um, I, I feel like they're trying to. I mean, they, it's a it's a decentralized space, and the government is centralized. Like all the power, everything goes through them. But there's something that's like pressuring that, applying pressure to like to the right. take over, take, to, you know, to to infiltrate that. Then yeah, I would I would try to abandon it too. If I was, that's why that's that's why I, I worry about it, is that some of you know these a lot of these countries that I, I guess don't have the freedoms that we have. You know, once they see something that is is you know a trillion dollar or whatever value, I think yeah. they're gonna try to they're gonna try to hoard it. Mm. Oh, what do you uh, what do you mean? Like they're gonna try to hoard it? You know, like they gonna take it away from the people. Like, I guess it wouldn't affect us if, if oh, we still. Okay, yeah, yeah. But they ain't gonna you know they gonna let a lot of people who weren't millionaires become startup millionaires in some of these companies. Right. Yeah. Are- yeah, that is, that is true. All right, so let's jump back into the to the uh, everything else, man. How did you get to UVA? So Jim Reed recruited you. My coach Jim, Jim Reed. Kind of Jim, Jim Reed. Jim, Jim, Reed and, Jim Reed and Sean Moore recruited me, man. How could I not go to UVA? That's tough. That's a tough to say no right there. It's two, two highly, totally different personalities. Sean Moore is obviously a legend of UVA, and Jim Reed yeah. has a personality that's just in your face. So uh, that's an interesting combination to do at your house. Uh, so... What what other schools were you looking at? Um, my top schools were Virginia, Penn State, Boston College was right down the road. Iowa, uh, Coach Ferenz, the head coach there, been there like twenty something years. He's 
Um, he coached at my high school back in the day. And that's really it. BC, Virginia, Penn State, Iowa. And what's all joined UVA? Um, dang, man. I remember my dad and I, we were at Penn State versus Alabama on a recruiting visit. I'm telling my dad, like, yo, I got to come here. 110,000 people. We are Penn State. I'm like, this is it right here, boy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on now. What are, we, what are we even talking about? Yeah. And we'd already been down to uh, Charlottesville, seen UVA, you know, been around Coach London, Coach Moore, uh, Jim Reed. And he's like, I'm telling him that. He's like, bro, like, if you go to Penn State, like, man, you'll just be going, like, for four years of football. Like, your mind is so fixated on, like, these lights, these bright lights and the fans. Yeah. You're thinking just football right now. You know, if you go to UVA, say, like, man, that's a universal degree. Like, that's a 40-year degree right there. That's a 40-year decision if you go there rather than four. Yeah. You know, man, so you pick four or 40. And then, like, then he's like, matter of fact, I'll pick for you. And call, call Jim Reed tomorrow. You're going to Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it went down? He didn't even want to give you a chance to make that four-year choice, yeah. huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, maybe an opportunity. But, I, but no, it was, uh, it made sense what he was saying, though, because I, I saw that same transition, like, to, uh, you know, my, my high school experience. I went from a public school to uh, prep school. So what he was saying made sense to me. I was like, dang, you know, you're already one for one with this high school move. So I, I should listen to him on this college move as well. And I think, I think he definitely made the right decision. I think I made the right decision as well. Love UVA, love Charlottesville, the whole deal. Yeah, for sure. So what was your college career like? What did you, you know, from freshman year to senior year, you know, was mm-hmm. it what you expected? Is it a culture shock? And then talk to us about your football experience. Um, Dang, football experience. I think the first, my first month at UVA, that was the only time I, I was ever like, dang, I should have went to, not even Penn State, I should have went to Boston College just because I was so homesick. Mm-hmm. I was just sick. Of the, I was like, man, I, this is tough being far, this far away. Um, and, uh, you know, I was a, like a four-star recruit and had a good amount of offers. You know, I thought I was going to play more. I remember the first time, like, I saw guys that maybe no one would know about if you didn't know, like, if, if you were just watching the games, like, you wouldn't know about EJ Scott. They, like, he's been there for three years. Miles Gooch has been there for some years. There's some walk-ons that have been there that know the plays. I'm like, dang, Coach Reed and talking about all these other people, man. Like, I thought it was going to be me. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was going to be me. Don T, Darius Jennings, Tim Smith, and we're going to be out here just balling. Yeah. You know, I get there. There's like, even in my recruiting class, there's like six other people, yeah. six receivers, six receivers. Like, wow. I remember um, one dude, he decommitted from Virginia Tech, Mario Nixon, hmm. and he committed to Virginia. And I called Coach Moore. I'm like, yo, like, I don't know if I can come here no more because I'm going to play wherever I go. So we got six receivers in one class. How's that going to work? We're we gonna math. be in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this math ain't happening, man. What's this going on? Enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he he he, uh, he said something I'll never forget, man. He was like, bro, if you're worried about a little competition of one person coming in, like maybe this, he said, like we're look like reverse psychology right here. He's like, man, like maybe, maybe this shit ain't even for you, man. Like he's like, man, maybe maybe you really ain't even built for this, man. I'm like, man, I'll see, I'm out. Good the summer, man. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. You know, so. but, uh, but that year, my first year, I didn't play really. I, I played every game, but like not just like blocking. Uh, man, I wish I knew what I knew my third year of like, bro, being top shape. Man, 
be in top shape and just like know where to go on the field, man. Like know the formations so you can just play fast and play free. Um, I, I wasn't doing that. That was messing me up my first year. Yeah, it was messing me up big time. <laughs> where, oh, where, um, where I gotta be at? Where I gotta go? Yeah, man. I was a dude. I was a dude that was like they, they, uh, you know, Rocco or Grayson or Dave Wofford or Matt Johns calls a play, and I, I'll, I'll line up on the other side and they're like, "Yo, get on the other side." I'm running across, like, you oh, know, yeah. I'm gonna catch like, a wide receiver out there. Look like he don't know where he's lining up. Oh, he's definitely getting his press work. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, man. It's terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. And uh, but yeah, man, like that's there's a reason I only had one catch for three yards that, that first year. Like, bro, I don't even know where to go. Line up, you know, yeah. get alone, like beat man coverage against you know UNC or you know Miami. Like, come on now, like that's that's not gonna happen. So that was my first year. It was rough. And then the spring ball, I broke my hand and I was out for I couldn't sweat for like eight weeks. It was like an air cast and Man, man, I gained like 30 pounds that spring, man. Man, White Spot, Gus Berger. I wish if I could buy stock in in, uh, in Gus and White Spot at that time, man, I, I would have, man, because I, oh, yeah. I was I was there all, all the time and just eating there. White, White Spot still prices going up still. You know, I, yeah, think I, I can imagine. Rob <laughs> Samson and them just bought it, but um, and they said oh, they wow. and they said they about to do the food truck boy, the Gus Spot uh, or the White, oh. White Spot, the White Spot food truck. Oh, that's gonna oh. kill him. That's gonna oh, kill him. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that, that's 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 funny right there. I like that. But yeah, but you know, then I gained all this weight. Second year, I had five catches, like five catches. Um, still overweight. Still, you know, not not who I thought I would be when I was committed to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until my third year until I was like, bro, like, this is not how this story is supposed to go, man. I, I gotta really get right. I got, you know, I, I got to really get my, my grades right. Um, I was on academic warning after my first year. Um, I, I got to get my health right. And, you know, get a nutrition plan with, with, um, with Randy Bird, like literally lost like 25 pounds. And I was like at like 15, 16% body fat. Mm-hmm. Got all the way down to like six, six or 7% body fat before the first game. So just like really like a, a strict game plan of like, Yo, grilled chicken, rice, spinach leaves. Like that's what I ate for like probably like three or four months to really uh like to really get right. And before that, I, my second year, I was like the, the seventh or eighth receiver. And I remember Henry Coley, shout out Henry. He was like, bro, he remember him and KP coming downstairs and like, yo, Jake is transferring. Another receiver, Adrian Gamble, is transferring. Um, like, yo, like, he's like, bro, sometimes the stars got to align just right. And it did. And that, you know, the year that I had my breakout year, my third year, I was uh, the slot receiver. And, and I, all those plays were supposed to be for Jake, but he left. Yeah. And that led, that led me to lead the, lead the team in receiving yards, touchdowns, and receptions. Um, and just, like, really kind of just set me up for my next year. That's what's my, up. My year, fourth year. That's what's up, man. Uh, so what did you study? Study sociology. Study okay. sociology um, at UVA. I thought that was like one of the only classes I was like, man, I like the conversation in the class. I like what we're talking about, sociology of uh, personality, family, gender equality, um, starting like stoicism, all that stuff. I'm like, man, this is, I'm like, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was dope. And uh, yes, I, I majored in sociology. Actually, my rookie year, I went back in the off season. I went, did um, 
Uh, I got a business business fundamental certificate from the from the comp school at UVA. So just trying to maximize that as much as possible, and that the NFL paid for it as well. So I thought that was pretty dope too. That's what I said, man. Um, so you know, your time at UVA, you know, what do you what do you feel like you learned? What do you feel like you done? Uh, Talk to us about that. Talk to us about that. Kick the one-handed catch boy. Like, give us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> was you the big man on campus? Like, what you know, was you on the jumbotron stand? You was back out in boiling, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> got off of that, got off of that, got off of the diet plan after third year. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's like once you start, once you once football start coming together. Yeah, man, when football started coming together, yo, that that one-handed catch against Miami, like that was a I always look at that like, man, after that catch, like nothing was the same. Like nothing was the same after that. Like, you know, I was I was here and um, yeah, man, that was that was love, man. Like, you know, you sports in the top 10, like you, you win it, like you're you know, we won, won the game and, and uh, you know, start getting like a little bit more pub. So which was good, you know, and I wanted that and I wanted that that feeling of like, I'm that guy. And like, that's what I came here. That's what I came here to do. That's what I came part, of these, yeah. part of these. <laughs> And it took it took long took long enough, you know, but uh, you know, better late than never. But, but yeah, man, I was just trying to do my thing, I, bro. I, honestly, though, I was just really locked in, bro. I, I was really locked in to even get there, to even get to that moment. I was just locked in, like, you know, I, I wish I could even say, bro. After that one-handed catch, ESPN, we was at Boiling, we was we was on the first floor, second floor, we was going crazy, bro. <laughs> that day, that day, man. After I was uh. I was with my family, bro. We was just eating dinner, just like, just vibing. Yeah. And that was in my, it's like, that was my mindset at that time of like, bro, the next day, like, y'all, I'm, I'm getting, I'm going to be the first one in the training room. I'm being a hot tub, cold tub contrast. Like, I was just trying to just, just lock in as the best, like the best I can. I had my fun. I had my fun before the years prior. Like, bro, yeah. I, let me say this story too. Because like, I was... My first year I had one catch and I dropped a catch against, I dropped a pass in the back of the end zone against Miami. And I'll never forget, we won the game, but that night, I was out that night and the, this girl came up to me and she's like, yo, like you play in the game, right? I'm like, yeah. So yo, like you receiver, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, yo, why'd you drop that pass in the back of the end zone? I'm like, I'm like, bro, I, I can't have this other, this is how they know me out here in the streets, man. Like, I can't have to be, be my narrative, my story, man. So. Uh, man. When, I was, when I was on, you know, after that catch and just after my third year, I was like, bro, I want to keep this and hold on to it. And uh, that was like my mindset, bro. Just like just being locked in and just super focused. Oh, that's what's up, man. Um, yeah. You know, did the, the quarterback start trusting you and everything like that? They, you felt like you was the you felt like you were the guy, you know, after a certain point where, you know, like mm. when we needed something, I was the you felt like they would trust you enough to go to you. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, bro, I don't know. I think it was like kind of more, it's more simple than people think. Like, you have a quarterback, like in practice, when people, when guys would drop uh, balls in practice, I used to be like, bro, the quarterback is just going off. Like, they're just trying, they're just trusting, like, yo, from like their unconscious mind of like, yo, who, who have I thrown it to you in practice that they didn't drop it and like they made me look good? <laughs> I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw it to them in the game, like yeah. so. This is like even having that mindset of you know some of my best catches were in practice. So I think when it just came to the game, they were like, bro, you know, if I'm getting pressure off the edge, where where was Kanan lined up? I'm throwing it up there just to 
He's like, he's gonna come down with it. There's a good chance he's gonna come down with it. So I just try to really have that as like my my goal, man. I think I wrote down my my fourth year. Like my goal was like, bro, like like they need me out there. Like the quarterback needs me, the OC needs me out there, and like this, if there's a, a big play to be to be made, like I need to be on the field. So it's that type of mentality, I think it just goes a long way. So so somebody says you you doing movies, right? <laughs> no producer. Yeah, I nominated. Film nominated. Nominated. Hey, there you go. Yeah, put some respect on that joint. That's hey, man, he ain't just down here doing the movie thing. I'm, you know hey, hey, I'm just trying to, you know, I've been tossing up the oop for a while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we talking about Coinbase. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wrote, I, I wrote my first film. I wrote my first film, directed it, wrote it, um, got this cast for it, got the actors for it. What made you think? Little, what made you even think to do that? Bro, I lo- I've always been a big movie dude, bro. I love movies. I love shit I can relate to. And I was like, yo, let me, let me, uh, let me write some stuff, man. Like, let me write a movie. I, I think, bro, before I, before I got this, before I even went into working my first sales job, I remember being in, in Pittsburgh and I'm watching the show Ballers with The Rock yeah. and JD yeah. Washington. And at the credits, it says, yo, Rashard Mendenhall is a writer on the show. I'm like, Rashard Mendenhall, with the, he's been running back with the Steelers. I remember asking Coach Tomlin, like, yo, what's good with this deal? What's good with this dude? He's like, bro, good dude, creative, all this stuff. I'm like, that was my first like time. I'm like, man, maybe that's possible like to write. Like, maybe I should just, bro, I was even looking at like film school, USC film school, like all types of stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, like, bro, just go. It was, it was just a thing of like, bro, just go for it, bro. We have to lose. Yeah. Like if, you, if you, you're talking about it for this long, you really want to do it. One of my best friends, you know, we were captains at UBA together, Jackson Mateo. Mm-hmm. He was like, bro, straight up, write the film. Don't write the film. Just stop talking about it if you're not going to do it, bro. Like, if you're not going to do it, like, just be quiet, please. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, bet. I hear you. So I'm like, man, I got to I gotta do it. But uh, but yeah, bro, I always just wanted to, to do that, man. So could be something like in the in the future um, to make, to create more. That'd be, That'd be dope. So obviously dope, you gotta man. write it. You gotta write it first. But after you write, that's just the first step. So now after we write it, how, <laughs> yeah. do we go, how do we go to try to like put it together? A budget? Are you getting that investors? Or this is all out of your pocket? Like what? Is equipment? It? Like it's a, you don't just write a film and then it just get produced. Like that's a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, for sure, for sure. So now nah, I, I had a friend who was acting. I was like, bro, like who directed this film? Who produced it? He told me the producers. I was like, bro, I, I'm I'm writing I'm writing these kind of scripts. I, I don't know if anyone's even gonna see these drawings. I'm just like writing because I think it's kind of fun. I, I got plenty of, of free time at, at the at the moment. It was during the pandemic, um, all that stuff. And I reached out to the, this production company. I said, yo, I got three scripts right here. I would love for you to produce one of them. And they just had me read all of them, basically for it to be like, make sure it's not no like Fast and the Furious, like Transformers, like. Like, bro, you but you better come with like a forty million dollar budget if you want to do yeah, something yeah. crazy like that, you know. So yeah. just to make sure, like, I, I was, you know, expectations were set, really. And uh, yeah, man, and they were like, "Yo, we like them all. We could do, we could do whichever one you want first. And the only thing is, I had to put the money up to do it, though, yeah. you know. So that was the one thing of like, well, how bad you really want to do it? And I wanted to do it bad, so that's a good investment in my my mind and something I'm. My uh, like, like you said earlier, something you're passionate about, yeah. and uh, yeah, man, you know. So they they had the crew, they had the 
camera. They had the they had the drones. They had um, all that stuff. And we then then I had once we solidified like we have all the equipment. You know, I'm like, what's next? Like, we got to find a cast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, like, bro, what do I know about evaluating actors, bro? Like, what do I know about that? You know, shoot, I ain't, I ain't Warner Brothers Studio. <laughs> you know, so, um, but one thing I knew, just I was like, I know how it should sound. I know how it should come up, come across. You know, so just, that was like a fun part too. Just like, uh, and like a humbling thing too, bro. These lines I wrote on the script came from my mind. And now someone else is taking the time to learn it, to memorize it, and yeah. give, give like their all to it. I'm yeah. like, dang, that's a humbling. That was a pretty humbling experience for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and where can we? Where, what is it called? Where can we watch it? Yeah, it's called Lean In. Lean In. I need to know everything. Who in the what in the where? I need everything. Trust me, I know what you're saying, but I like to what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche, five and a horse. I'm ready for war. I'm coming for. That the info you get is by letting them talk, so I'm letting them talk. Gotta keep quiet, maneuver in science to let them in talk. And they body, that's how it go. I got some secrets, I'm shaking the game so they stay on their toes. Stay in your lane, I to stay on the go. I can't play with the pros and act like a rookie, so they overlook me. They're not double up again, none of their nose, none of them cold. So, yeah, man, that's that's dope, man. Everybody go check out Lean In on YouTube. Nominated for Boston Film Festival. Have they already made that? Is that thing already came? Like, what did you? Did you uh, win it or what? Nah, nah, didn't, didn't win it. Didn't win yeah, it. It's all good. You know, the name's in the recognition. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> hey, just from my perspective, man, like super proud of what you did, man. That's dope. Just to even go out on that ledge, um, mm. try something different, try something that a lot of people don't do. Um, a lot of people don't know about that industry, about that space. Like right. that's your IP forever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. intellectual property. That's not money down the drain. Like yeah. you can you can sell that to Netflix. You can sell that to streaming. Is the wave? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's an opportunity there um, to make a lot of op- to to do something with it going down the future. As long as you own it, it's like owning your masters in music. Yeah, seriously. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's that's, uh, that's not a uh, it's not a small feat, and it's definitely not a waste of time. Thank. You. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate those words for sure. Um, all right, man. I don't really got nothing else. I don't know if Max got anything. Um, wake up, Max. I don't know if Max got anything. Uh, <laughs> Come on, but, uh, man. <laughs> I'm good. We're about to get off here. I'm about, I'm about to get off this Bitcoin, man. I might, I might put a little application for Coinbase. I'm about to see. Yeah, I'm about to go look at the Coinbase job applications and see if I can yeah, throw, one in, throw one in online. online. Bitcoin only. You know what I'm saying? Throw one in online and try to see if I can account manage from via Zoom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and go from there. Nah. <laughs> Hey, that's funny, man. Uh, all right, man. Well, I don't know. You got anything else? That we, what, what else we need to know about you? What else people need to know about you, bro? Before we, uh, before we go ahead and close this out. Dang, what else need to know? Um, what's next? Shoot. Hold on. What's next? What's next? Tell us what's next. That's what we need to know. What's next? Dang. Yeah, what's next, man? You got so much. Wait, how old are you right now? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. You haven't even hit thirty yet. What you got? What you want? No. Fourth and thirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you trying to do? <laughs> What are you trying to do out here? Like, what, what what's your goals? What's your ambitions? Like, what like, what is a successful, or like what like what do you want to try to tackle in this world? Yeah, um, I think right now I'm I'm really I'm really trying to be locked in like with my role right now, and just like do that the best of my ability at Coinbase. Like, uh, I think like 
some of some are definitely like a part of the, the future and i definitely want to be on that wave um yeah, yeah man like I, I don't know that's what i'm focused just like my growth and development and just taking care of myself and being around my family loved ones like enjoying this thing i don't know man like more i realize more you live more you experience all these different things like i don't know we're only gonna do this one one time so i just want to like enjoy it and like right that's one of the reasons i, I did the film i just want to enjoy it do it ex- do exciting things create exciting things um even like being at coinbase it's exciting um so just like yeah i think that i think that's that's what i'm focused on right now man just trying to just, just grow and develop and be the best person I, person i can be awesome man well we appreciate you man you are a uva brother you represent uva alumni you represent uva football community at a high level yeah. Um, and we look forward to following you, connecting with you, possibly partnering with you in something going forward. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of that, real, real quick though, not to not to cut you off, yeah. uh, your great uh, exit here. But yeah, like what, like for me, I'm like, what y'all, what y'all are doing though, like like where y'all at? Like we, we got like two, 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 three minutes or five minutes. Yeah, two, three minutes, five minutes, Max. You want to go ahead and tell them what you're working on? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 doing a little hodgepodge of everything, I guess. You know, I've I've taken the idea of I've just learned growing up, you know, you never put all your eggs in one basket. You know, kind of like the stock market, but I just do it in business. So you know, I, I do like uh, commercial construction up in North Virginia, um, limited residential construction in Charlottesville. Got a moving company down here in Charlottesville, a John Collin company in North Virginia. So um, yeah, right now, you know, just, just running a bunch of companies is is what I do, and it's it's been good. And I've been about two years, on my, you know, fully on my own. So it's been great. Damn. Okay. I like that. I like, so you, so you put in this, uh, so you got two companies right now. Uh, I got four right now. Dang. Boy, four. <laughs> I got four. I got four. And then, uh, taxes gotta be hit. Taxes gotta be held. Hey, they all right. And then I, I work, I work for Chase too from time to time, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I do some, some regional stuff. Anything in Virginia that Chase's done, I try, I try to get done. So I do it all. I like that. Like, like, how many people are you like uh, overseeing, like across all these four companies? Is that, is uh, across like, all four companies, I got. I think I'm at like 46 right now. Dang. So, Excellent. so yeah. It's yeah been, I mean, it's been good, man. I got a question for you. Like, what's what's one thing like you are uh, that you even learn like from UVA, UVA football, or just even UVA in general that like you take to like managing these four companies? Because that's that's no joke, bro. To, to have that much like overhead in your life and like trying to um have like a, a goal like for each each company yeah man the biggest thing i learned is uh is, you know one of the things is you know no one's gonna care about your company like you are and and you gotta mm-hmm. show them you know you gotta show them that you're willing to do the work and you know mm-hmm. put the time in and one the reason i learned that is you know with coach grow man there, there wasn't a time that i got to the locker room didn't see his bmw parked up front and there wasn't a time i left the locker room and didn't see his mm-hmm. bmw parked up front and, you know, I, I can't, I'm not going to name names, but I can't say that for all the head coaches I've had. So um, mm-hmm. there was one that I respected a lot more. And, and you know, I just mm-hmm. really take that into the, in the workforce. It's, you know, all my guys, they don't get there before me and they ain't there after me. And, and, you know, everything that I ask them to do, I've done before. And a lot of times I've done with them. And so they're more mm-hmm. willing to, if, if the owner can do it, then maybe I can do it too. So that's really one of the biggest things that I've learned is, 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 is that, to be honest. I can vouch for that too. I like he, that. He, he 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 did a moving job out there, trying to get me out there. I said, "Listen, bro, I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna come out here, but uh, do not expect me to lift nothing that's bigger than you know, saying something I can hold within the shoulders." 
Yeah. Like, like, hey, I'm, not, I'm not about to be out here with it. You know what I'm saying? With, with, a, with a full-on couch or nothing like yeah, that. I'm yeah, I'm not about to be out here with it. Right here. Hey, I put it to work. I put them working by a couple lines. I took care of the boys, though, man. I paid them. I took them out to eat real nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he took us out to eat. He took us out to eat. Oh, yeah. We was about to... He's going to take us out to eat. And I'm going to give him my money's worth because my hourly pay is My hourly pay is high, <laughs> so but yeah yeah man but that's it it's been it's been good though man i can't complain like i was telling chase so i don't know if he's ready to go back to that lifestyle because i know i know i'm not man it's just you know and it's different for everybody i mean you really gotta i put in way more hours doing you know working for myself but it doesn't feel like it really and you know not having to report to anybody it's just something that has been a goal of mine for for forever and that's just you know chase will tell you you know after when our fifth year you know they all getting ready for the league i wasn't even on that train, I already knew I was I was doing something else, man. That's just that's yeah. just what I gone. I, 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 like, <laughs> I like that. I seen uh, you know, my my dad is he's had his own company now for like thirty years, and like everything yeah. you're saying, it sounds just like him. It sounds just like <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're you're well on your way, man. That, that's dope. That's that's the exciting stuff for real. And like that that I mindset, that mindset too is is admirable. So definitely keep that up, bro. Good. I appreciate it. Mike's been doing well with his stuff, man. Solid, mm-hmm. solid, solid growth. Um, what about me, you? Yeah, man, I got two companies I'm running at the moment. You know, I'm not like Max, like, you know what I'm saying? I got one company and I'll put a lot of things underneath that one company. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a moving company and I'm not going to, you know, have a construction company. Like everything's underneath, <laughs> I got everything underneath one company, man. We do a lot of different things, um, but everything's underneath yeah, that yeah. one company. Yo, and what's it? And what's it called? Uh, my company's called Helping Hands. So, hey, that's the one thing, one business advice right there. Don't box yourself in. <laughs> don't box yourself. Don't box yourself in with your name. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you name yourself something. You gotta stick to that path. Like Helping Hands, we go everywhere. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> like I can do anything. With Yo, that. you have a different one? Like this company before? What's the other one called? Uh, it's called Easy Turn. But Helping Hands, you might have heard of Helping Hands because we were probably doing some work down in Charlottesville. We were getting a lot of the football players to come do some work that we were doing down there for like moving and uh, summer work, cleaning and painting, and stuff like that. So a couple of the guys used to work for us a little bit down there. Um, so I, I've, heard of, I've heard of Easy Turn. I've heard of oh, Easy yeah, Turn. Yeah, well, Easy Turn is a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 my real baby right there. Easy Helping Hands is kind of what I started my entrepreneurship journey with. Um, so we've been in business for about six, going on seven years now. Um, wow. And, you know, I did a little bit of everything. But where I'm learning, where I'm at in my business right now with Helping Hands, I'm trying to do less labor-intensive uh, work opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've kind of built the company off service, labor. Yeah. So essentially, you know, you make money, but then you also have a large payroll with making your money. I'm trying to make yeah. money and have lo- low payroll. That's kind of my right. That's more so. A more sustainable, less stress-free type situation using white-collar mindsets, using white-collar principles instead of having to do all the labor, all the blue-collar work type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. trying to trying to get in that. When I when I learned that speakers are getting paid like 20, mm-hmm. 60, 20 to 60 grand for, yeah. for for an event speaking, I'm like, hold on. Man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hold mm-hmm. on. Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas, they get 100K per hour. Yeah, I said, hold on, bro. So uh, Damn. You know saying, starting to I'm starting to build out some other things that we're doing with Helping Hands, um, you know, that are that is less labor needs and more like using our brains, thinking, yeah. consulting, stuff like that. 
trying to find those different type of fees and things of that nature. Um, so mm-hmm. see where I go with it, but I start off just cleaning, moving, painting, just, you know, regular work. We do a lot, yeah. of, we do a lot of security now. Um, we've kind of stayed in the same niche of customers yeah. that we sell to, which is student housing, student housing kind of, we're on, we've kind of been on that wave of the growth mm-hmm. in the student housing industry. So and like student housing where? Like at college campus. So like you probably lived at Flats of West Village or something like that, you know, uh, were those places there when you were there? Like the uh, uh oh the flat oh the flats in Charlottesville. Flats, yeah, flats at West Village, the pavilion. Yeah. Those are the yeah. those are people we work for. Um things like oh, that. Okay. Um so we on that wave, because when me and Max were there, there was no buildings like that. There maybe the only one was no. uh Grand Mark. Yeah. Um, but Grand now Mark. now every college has Grand Mark uh, pool party in the summer. Damn. Yeah. So now every college yeah. every college has a standard. Flats of West Village, yeah, 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 yeah. Billion, like they all got these massive complexes, and we've kind of been on that wave of growing with that industry. So it's been good for us. Built a brand, have some brand awareness, like things of yeah. that nature. So it's going well. But Easy Turn is the baby. It's the uh, one that you know. Hopefully, we can be like uh, what's the name of your co- that company again? Uh, Bison Trails. You know, right, yeah. we need that, Chase. Go ahead, need that. Yeah, we can get that acquisition. Yeah, and, hey. and go yeah, that. As soon as as soon as it even there's a even a talk of y'all gonna acquire it, definitely. Hey, bring me on board, yo. bring me on board. I'll do whatever. Yeah. Hey, 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 the CEO, the CEO, you know, boss. I, I was the chase first investor, yo. I chase first investor. You know what I'm saying? You so right, I need that you know? money. He don't get his. He don't get paid. <laughs> he don't get paid. Uh, the CEO of Bison Trails is he still working with uh, Coinbase? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. He is. Hey, I, I thought it was pretty cool too. Like they they had a damn. It was like a. It's like an e-commerce website, e-commerce startup. They got bought by Etsy. They were there for like three, four years. And then they went to, then they, you know, there's that same thing y'all talking about, that entrepreneur mindset. Like uh, after they uh, went to Etsy, they started their own thing three, four years later, and then back got built up. Then they got acquired again. Like, I'm like, man, this is, this is just what y'all do. Like, this is, you know, so it's like that mindset, man. Do. Yeah, I got a couple more ideas I'm thinking about. So, you know, we're always trying to figure out what we're doing, what we're working on, things of that nature. But like I said, man, life's about creating and owning. Yeah. Creating and yeah. owning and go from there. So yeah, one thing one thing I'm uh I'm trying to figure out. I got an idea for this app. You know, you have any idea how to create an app or is easy is easy turn in an yeah. app or it's an app app and software. I, I started it basically just drew up some screens. So if I was you and you got an idea for it, just get some. Like print off some iPad screens, iPhone screens, draw up how you think the process is going to work, put them in a binder. Um, and then kind of like you did with your uh, film, take mm-hmm. the people who can build it, build your team out like that, um, and then just go from there. Kind of takes legs of its own. But the, the app industry is a difficult industry. It's a high profitability industry on the sales, but in the actual process of executing, low mm-hmm. low margins, if not negative margins. So um, mm-hmm. it's all about the liquidity of a software either you get either you go ipo and everybody gets paid or you get acquired uh, and everybody gets paid one or the other. other than that you live in on on, on raising capital you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that's pretty much it man but, but like the like for, for these apps like you said raising capital like like the the invest like the investing and like the like the yeah. c rounds all that yeah. stuff like that's the only way to really what like get it off the ground essentially or like I mean, I didn't do mine. I put my money up on mine, but essentially, you know what I'm saying? 
you either got to make a decision of the more money you put in, the more risk is on your side. You know what I'm saying? Type situation. Yeah. Uh, and then if other people put money in, you know, it also gives a valuation. So essentially some people, I know some people that like just, they might be millionaires, billionaires, whatever you call it, and they're building their own app, but they don't necessarily have a valuation and you only get a valuation if people put money in um, mm-hmm. and, and a raise or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little interesting, but at the same time, once you sell, if you own more, then yeah. you you become more, you know, enriched or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dog and pony, but um, yeah. There's, there's value on both sides. It just depends on how you want to go. But essentially, is you want to hold as much equity as you can and go from there. Yeah, would someone make money from people using the app? I guess like if people start using the app, now they're paying for that service. And then now, like just like any other business, like now that's going to that's going to the company. Like yeah, so I just do contracts. I don't even do like money through the app and stuff like that. Like it's all um, mine is just all contract based because it's B two B. It's B two B so. Gotcha, gotcha. Like that, man. But I ain't gonna hold the. I ain't gonna hold the. I ain't gonna hold the people that might be interested to them. I don't know if it is or not, but it was a good little side note. And we ain't been on here, so people don't know what we're working on in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, like I said, man, I appreciate you jumping on here. Yeah, um, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, congratulations, congratulations on all your success, and you know who's where. We back, and we'll see you next week. We out. <laughs>